0: Just go to Indeed.com slash wire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash wire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed.
1: All right, we are live. Welcome to the RGDFS Tournament Takes Podcast Week 8. I am your host. I am so excited to be here. My name is... Chris Kirkwood, also screen name Kirk Dees, here with my two optimist dick boys, uh, JSU Rab from Run Pure Sports. This is the RG Run Pure Sports collaboration show, and we also got Bobby Gomes DFS um, back again for week eight. How's it going, fellas? How'd you do last week?
2: Good. This is not. This is uh, the negative show. I'm the negative side of the show. I played Brady everywhere, so I gotta really kind of reel that in. JSU with the laugh. He said, Don't play Brady. You, you know what's Get funny? It. He's he's smirking over there, but he
1: had me play Gino Smith. Like he got me back on the Gino, that bastard. All,
3: all right. right. Well, first of all, I forgot that you were all in Brady. So now this show is gonna you be. You didn't Brady. forget that we were all on I'm Brady, on, dude. You
2: know who's on well, Brady. RPS is you know taking tabs of who's was, on was, Brady,
3: dude. I was you know, ready to you come knew who on, was on the show. Brady. No, I was ready to come on the show and tell everyone how excited I am to be on with two of the most miserable human (laughs) beings on the face of this earth. I mean, literally two new dads who are just completely miserable right now because their new newborn child is crying all night. They don't get any sleep anymore. I'm hearing all (laughs) the stories. NBA is too hard with it's it's just too much well everyone uh, just so everyone knows uh you know wear condoms if you don't want to look like these two gentlemen right here but uh we'll we'll move on past it because we got to bring the energy up for this show and so I guess that role falls to me to bring the energy up. Bobby's about to fall asleep. I don't blame him now after he talked about how he played Brady everywhere. I would fall asleep just so I don't have to (laughs) hear it anymore. Uh, Kirkwood's over here whining because he didn't play Josh Jacobs. It happens. Fifty percent shot smashes sometimes, and you know sometimes you're on the right side, the wrong side. Now, what 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 really got me was
1: so, okay. Let, let's just talk about how miserable last. It wasn't miserable. First of all, I smashed UFC. Smashed every goddamn bet I did. Oh, you I gave away, a winner too. I Kirkland. gave away a winner, but I I nailed Aljamain Sterling. I hammered that one. I hammered uh, Islam. Wait a second.
3: Hold on. Do we get to count that when the guy was literally telling the the, the ref yes. beforehand, he would have got worked anyway. Injured? Yes, yes, you we count Oh, no, that. I don't, I don't, I don't think he would have won, but I'm just saying, like, how easy Al Jermaine made that look. I mean, come on, the guy was clearly physically, you know, you know, what it felt in, good. In the- it
1: felt good after Maximov the week before. It felt good to be on the oh, right yeah, side I forgot and, about that one. Be on the yeah, right that was side. a tough
3: one. Um, Don't tell me but, this. Uh, uh, that so happened, anyway, I had yeah. a huge day. That dude's a warrior, by the way. That's still yeah. one of the craziest things ever. That dude finished that fight. He's he's dead to me.
1: Um, but uh, I, I, I played Joe Burrow. So I was like, oh, this slate's a wrap. I was so tired. I started to fall asleep for the 4 o'clock games because it was like – and I didn't play Jacobs, and I didn't play uh, Walker. And I still survived Jacobs. But the freaking – I ended up losing money as opposed to like printing – on the on the, the last Kenneth Walker T D that he just broke that the Chargers even though they were just obviously running just running out the game and the Chargers just didn't know it's, how to tackle.
3: So you they didn't just, play Kenneth Walker or Josh Jacobs and almost nope. one money.
1: I was crushing and I that's lost by like impressive. a I lost
3: like a I lost
1: by like a point.
3: Yeah that's that's impressive actually. So uh Sunday I'll just talk about it real quick because I, I got on um a bunch of uh, Chuba Hubbard and uh, Gus Edwards. We do the up-to-lock show. I, I do it, me, and uh, one of my buddies, Holden and Dunkle, get on there. We go from 1130 all the way to 1 o'clock walk. And um, right when we kind of got the the news about you know Chuba and running with the ones, splitting the snaps, I was like, okay, he's the more talented back. I'm going to get on some of him. And then Gus Edwards was someone who – I loved a lot. Bobby does a ton of best ball stuff. I drafted him a ton of best ball. I, I thought he was just... I thought he was like almost as good as J.K. Dobbins. I think the Ravens kind of viewed them like 1-2, but he would play a lot even when J.K. was healthy and they would both play. He would get a lot more work than people thought, so they clearly liked him and I knew when they activated him, I'm like, alright, they definitely like this dude way more than Kenyon Drake and Justice friggin' Hill. So... He was, I think, he was 4K. So I got on some of those running backs, which really helped my day. I pretty much ended up locking Josh Jacobs, which brought my exposure down on like guys like I didn't play Brees Hall. Uh, I was lower. I had a little bit of Kenneth Walker, um, but not as much, and I had a little bit of Austin Eckler, but not as much. So it kind of like changed my route. But the stud receivers let me down outside of Chase again. I played a ton of like Debo. Mike Will, who was okay, actually, Mike Will, he was fine. He got like 20, but like the, in the end, the route didn't get there because that RB spend-up route just smashed.
1: Uh, Edwards was a goat goat call, but uh, he also he also ran pretty damn good to get there. He had only like 36% of the snaps, but he I was in the same boat. I played Zeke. I was the only one who played Zeke, but I played him just because I wanted him to fall into the end zone two times. And that's exactly what he did as he fell into the end zone. Think two about times. This,
3: though: thirty-six percent of snaps, but he had a sixty-nine percent rush share. He had sixteen or seventeen rushing attempts in those thirty-six uh, percent. So, even though he didn't get like fifty percent of the snap, like majority of the snaps, he still got majority of the running back touches from the field, and he was very they, like every time he was out there it was pretty much like he was every, you know, three snaps, he was getting the ball twice. Like that's a lot for a running back. So when you add that in, if you tell me a running back nowadays getting 17 rushing attempts, guaranteed attempts, that's a lot of attempts now for a running back. You know, we used to say 2025 20, a couple of years ago. Now we're seeing that number lower. Cause I think everyone's kind of splitting these guys up a little bit more and not doing as much of the workhorse stuff, but that's a lot for a four K running back in a good system. So, oh no, I thought
1: it was a go call. But if you if you wanted me to take the like bet on him getting seventeen touches with thirty six percent of the snaps with Lamar Drake and Justin Hill, like all on the same team, I would right. But take I the under. say like I would take Zeke the under the same
3: thing. I know like, that's what I said. I said I I did, I did the ex- K less, I did the same.
1: Right? I did the, I did the same thing with Zeke. I did. Oh, I said okay. I was fully 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 admitting that, and I I. Oh, agree all right. with it. I that, that was the point to just get the touchdown. Um, so I'm, I'm not, I think it was a goat call like 4k. That was great. Cause there was so much uncertainty whether he would be the guy or not too. And, and, uh, he certainly. Yeah, shout out to our
3: boy, big T he, he, he was getting hammered about Gus Edwards. He, he had him, I, I think he had him in his core. I know he had him in his player pool, but it was, it was a sick call. I was on him too, but he was definitely on that live wood show on Sunday out with him
1: really hard goat call
3: um all right
1: so this week um unless bobby we want to talk about brady and just how you uh you know it's angry
2: bobby, yeah, bobby. angry talk angry bobby brady. narrative instead of the angry brady so not only was it like a like i had evans and brady pretty much everywhere <laughs> and i faded <laughs> so you can you can guess how my week went oh the one team i did play jacobs on was on was in the 4k but I all, I would have cashed, but I also had Brees Hall. So right when he got hurt, it was pretty much I had a I had a sick team in the baller
1: on on Yahoo that had it was down to my fine. I had a lot of PMR left. It was DK Metcalf and Brees Hall, were, were both of my two last left.
3: And uh, that's yeah, always... I had a ton of DK. That both, uh, DK both. Brees. I didn't have as much breeze, but DK I had a ton of. And that was unfortunate for those. I had breeze
2: on the main. I had breeze in 152 in the milli and just. Bobby, I forgot. You just
3: reminded me. So, uh, right after, you know, just if anyone didn't watch the game. So, Mike Evans, like one of the first couple plays of the game, I I think it was the first drive, he dropped like what would have been like a 60 yard bomb touchdown, right? So, Bob immediately uh, – I'm watching the game with my, my younger brother and my older brother, and Bob immediately texts our group chat and is like, fuck, Evans, like drop that pass. <laughs> my brother, my little brother, who I make fun oh. of all the time, never listens to what I say, he played Tom Brady because he always plays Tom Brady every single week. I don't always play Maryland. Tom Brady. You're making no, me no, no, like no but you reminded, you reminded me of this. You reminded me of this because my little brother talked about that Mike Evans drop for legit two and a half hours literally mentioned it like every 20 minutes about how if he would have caught that pass Brady would be rolling I'm just sitting there he would have been
2: rolling he wouldn't have been on the winner though Burrow went nuclear but he would have right so in
3: the end it doesn't matter anyway it doesn't
2: matter no it didn't matter it didn't matter but it definitely hurts like the game flow and the way the offense is kind of going that's now really, we have that's a, a now really we have bad, a good bro.
3: idea though to why Bobby might actually be depressed. He had to watch Brady who he played on Sunday and then he had to watch him again yesterday. Look horrible. Bobby I
2: played no impressed. so so I played I I played Lamar like 70% captain last night, but I played him on every team with Andrews. So Andrews is like I own 100%. I need I I to get need to get, Andrews,
3: schneid, I need to get off the schneid, guys.
2: Need to get off the My kid needs
1: diapers, you know. All right. Let's keep it going. We got 11 games, right? Am I right here? I think so. We got 11 games. We got no Packers, no Bills, no Bengals, no Browns, because they're on the the, the night games, nightcaps. We've got buys for the Chiefs and the Chargers. Um, But um, I look at the the Blitz most plays usually to see what they're looking at. And then I uh, always cross that with Thorman, Snaps, and Pace over at ETR. And uh, Cardi's got – the most plays for Arizona at Minnesota, which is what I would have expected, but then he he threw a wrench in some things. He's got Pitt and at Eagles as the next highest. The what I was thought was crazy to to me was New England at the Jets for the third most plays. Then he's got the Giants in Seattle there. Thorman snaps and pace for high pace games. He's got Arizona at Minnesota. He's got the Giants at Seattle, um, and then uh, the one that, the game that I would have expected to be higher from every standpoint is Miami at Detroit, Miami minus three and a half with two back at Detroit in the dome, 51 and a half point total. So that's the thing we have. That's the one game over 50 from a total standpoint. Then the, the, we have a 49 and a half point total with the Raiders at new Orleans in the dome. And then we've got a 49 point total with Arizona at Minnesota. And then we got just a bunch of games pick some plays out but um any big and we've got uh massive running back chalk uh zeke busted up his knee in that game um a little bit and uh tony pollard so zeke's gonna be out for at least this week but uh looks like a couple of weeks at least and uh tony pollard we finally get the chance that everyone's been waiting for oh tony pollard so much better so much more explosive which he is he, he's He's definitely uh, more explosive, so this is a great spot for him. And Then we've got some other chalks still. Again, with like Walker, Jacobs here. So I guess that's the theme for me: is that the running back chalk, and then we've got um, you know because QBs all spread out all over the place. Doesn't you know two was going to be the chalk, but I don't really care. And then uh, we got we're gonna have to talk about guys like uh, Sam Ellinger uh, for the four K. It's going to be interesting to see how we tackle that, but how's the slate looking for you guys overall JSU?
3: Yeah, it's interesting that right now I see like uh, Ellinger being one of the highest projected owned QBs and the Washington defense being one of the highest owned defenses. It's kind of, it's kind of interesting to me a little bit, but I get it. Like if you're not playing Ellinger, maybe attacking the chalk by playing the defense makes some sense and if from playing ellinger he's 4k so what does the 4k QB what does it get you is always the the thing so he doesn't have to do a ton he can move a little bit too i'm pretty sure so a little different than matt ryan but uh, i don't know it's that's gonna be one of the interesting spots on this slate is what do you do at quarterback i have some other quarterbacks that only dig into it I, i'm gonna like a little bit more but a lot of cheaper quarterbacks on this slate, right? Not as many of the spend-ups. You got Jalen Hurts, you got Kyler Murray, and then it kind of drops down, and then after the 6K range, it like, it really drops. So that, that's going to be an interesting spot on how you make your decision at quarterback. And then you said it best, the running back position. It looks like we're going to have massive chalk at running back where there's going to be multiple guys possibly in the 20% on range. I, I don't know how that works, though, because, like, I don't know if every single one of these guys are going to be that high, but it looks like there's going to be a lot of concentrated ownership at the running back position. So you can do the same thing. I always talk about like play your favorite chalk running back, maybe two, if you're making multiple teams and then find some lower owned guys. Cause you know, if it works out the way it's looking right now, there's going to be like seven or eight guys that get, some big ownership, and then the rest will be, you know, in the the lower, just, just under 10% for the rest. So that, that'll be interesting on how you do it. I feel like this is a Bobby week because there's just so much concentrated ownership everywhere, and Bob usually has the stones to fade a lot of the chalk plays. So I'm interested in what Bob has to say about it.
1: Let me just interrupt yeah, no. one one second because we do have some news here. We got just so you guys want to update here. Chuba Hubbard is going to be out. So that's going to change things a little. But yeah, I'm looking at like nine running backs that look to be like all getting a lot. And then there's like everyone else is going to be basically unowned. But uh, yeah, so how are you doing? How are you tackling it, Bobby?
2: Yeah. So, well, I for me, like, I think it's going to be a really condensed week in terms of chalk. Like JSU just hit on. I think I'm playing a lot of the chalk at running back. I might try to fade some of the wide receiver chalk. I think the bust rates for the wide receiver chalk has been much heavier than the running back chalk as, as we've seen through the first seven weeks. Uh, There are some like contrarian plays that I do like at the running back position. We can kind of get into it as we roll along. It's interesting the slate just because you're taking like those main QBs off the slate. And like usually it seems like they're the guys that are usually on the winner. So this is going to be kind of like one of, a throw, you could say like a throwback slate, I guess. Uh, Jalen Hurts is probably the only QB that we really, he's like the, he's one of the five that you want to play every week. But I don't know because they, he's only, he's had like two weeks at 30 points I, I, and they like to, when they get a lead, they run the ball. So I don't know. I, I, I kind of like a little Miles Sanders pivot there if I had to like say one off the top. Uh, but yeah, that's it. Pretty much going to be a condensed week for Chalk and we're going to have to find pivots.
1: All right, well, let's uh, start it off with the running back. We'll then take it over to QB, to wide receiver, and then tight end like we always do, and then we'll uh, hand over the reins to the Bobby Gomes DFS defense show and uh, then do our favorite stack. But uh, as we were saying, running back, there's about nine of these guys I'm counting, that, and I'm sure uh, Foreman is going to shoot up there now. Um, how much is Foreman this week on DK? He's 5'3". 5,300. Uh, three. 5, so, you, you know, he's going to be a – they still have um, – God, who do they have? There's some other guy there.
2: I can't – I'm throwing a blank. It's – um. oh, my God. They just signed someone off the practice squad from the Bills. I'm pretty positive. Um.
3: They have the Blackshear kid. I know that. Blackshear. Actually, That's yeah. who I was yeah. thinking of. Yeah. He hasn't uh, seen a
2: snap, so I guarantee like, it's going to be majority foreman and all these ownerships are going to change.
3: I think he saw a few carries last game when Ch- Chubb went out.
2: Oh, really? Yeah.
3: Um, yeah, just when he went out. So, I mean, he's going to play. I mean, they split those guys. He's going to definitely get some work.
1: Yeah. Um, so, but he's going to shoot up now for, for ownership. And, but Tony Pollard leads the way, right? Like, we've, everyone. Doesn't you? We don't need to put much uh, research into whether Tony Pollard is a, is a good running back or an electric running back. He's everything, right? He's everything we want in a running back. Um, he also has the best offensive line um, mismatch this week with the Cowboys, that really good Cowboys offensive line against the, uh, the Bears. Uh, Chicago's 24th DVOA versus the run, uh, 29th in rushing yards per game, six most fantasy points to running backs. Um, and the one time that Pollard uh, got – was the loan back without Zeke. That's only happened once. Uh, he scored 31 fantasy points in that in that game. He's a smash. Um, this is not chalk that I personally will be fading. Um, I'm just going to go heavy on him. But i uh, like to hear your guys' thoughts. Uh, other than that, it's uh, Kenneth Walker again. I, I'm so – so uh, miserable from what he did to me last week that uh, it's going to be hard for me to click that name, but it's a great matchup. New York Giants 30th DVOA versus the run he's getting uh, ever since he took over the starting role, he's averaging 23 and a half touches. Um, New York's 20, 28th in rushing yards per game. Um, What's really stood out is he had a 50% route share last week to me. That's so, you know, include him in the, he, he can get it from anywhere in this offense. Metcalf is now out. So um they're they home favorites. So um this looks like a good spot. And in those two and a half games where he's been the lead back, 7.1 yards per carry he's averaged and five, and he's and he's scored five touchdowns. So the guy has just been a smash. So uh he's gonna be a tough day. Then there's Saquon, I think he's gonna be in play. Josh Jacobs, Kamara, Ramondre, Damian Pierce, on and on. But um yeah, so what are you thinking, JSU?
3: Yeah, so at the running back position, you just reminded me, too, the Giants are getting three points. I mean, there's a winner right there, just just throwing that one out there. But uh so give me the Giants here. I know it's in Seattle, but still, they're getting three? Giants have been good. Are, are we forgetting this? Like, they're, they've are they been really good this year. So, yeah, I, I think that's a winner right off the bat. But to talk about the running back position, um, just at the the chalk ownership spots like you talked about. Tony Pollard to me, it's kind of a similar situation to how I saw Josh Jacobs last week. I'm just going to play him. Um, But I think some of these other guys that are going to be popular, I might be fading at the running back position, just talking about a few of them. But it looks like Josh Jacobs is going to get ownership again this week. He also has a big price bump. I will now jump off Jacobs after being in on him last week. I'm going to jump off of him this week. I mean, dude had three t- like he was a beast last week, but I'm not going to chase that if he's going to be this type of ownership. Uh, Damian Pierce looks popular. Kenneth Walker. Kenneth Walker's probably the other best play out of those like four or five guys. Um, I'm probably not going to play any of those guys. Ramondre Stevenson's another guy looks like he's getting high ownership. There still is Damian Harris there in that backfield, though, so let's just remember that a little bit. It's not like it's just him. I know he looked Like it looks like it's trending towards that way, but you never know what Bill Belichick does, so uh, I'm I'm still being a little cautious on that spot. So I'll probably be off uh, Stevenson Kamara. I'm just not playing him right now. Andy Doll. Like I feel like to me Kamara gets like 18 again. Like he's fine, but for tournaments, I I don't know. Like he's had one big game. 27 against Seattle. And I, and I think Seattle is like the ultimate Seattle and Houston are like two of the ultimate nut spot matchups for running backs. So I'm going to throw that one out. Cause I would play any running back pretty much against Seattle. Um, so I'm going to be off him. I would much prefer Saquon Barkley who right now is coming in at, at um, lower ownership than all those guys I just mentioned. And I think has one of the two best spots Um, to attack right now in Seattle Um, I I think he's just in a really good spot 8100 Derek Henry's in another good spot against Houston I would probably rank them right now Saquon then Henry but uh, I like those two guys and then Raheem Mostert is clearly the number one back in that backfield in one of the Probably probably the highest total game, I think you said. I'm not, I'm not yep, 51 sure, and a half. yep Yeah. Um, but he looks like he's the lone guy there now where Chase Edmonds is is completely starting to fade a little bit. So I like him against Detroit. That's kind of how I see uh, you know, the the more like the popular running backs and how I'm looking at them right now as we get into some of the guys who will probably be a little lower owned. Um DeAndre Swift in the same game. Looks like he's, you know, back to full practice on Wednesday. That's big for him if he's fully healthy. We know his upside, and he's a direct pivot off of, like, all those guys I talked about that I wasn't playing, like Kenneth Walker, Stevenson, Pierce, Kamara, Jacobs. Like, he's right in that range and in one of the more popular games that will have lower ownership on. So I really like him. I think the combo of him and Mostert are, are very interesting for tournaments. A lot of people don't like playing running backs from the same game. I think you can though, in this spot, just because of the upside with someone like Swift and the fact he can do it on the ground and catching the football. Um, So I really like him. And then just going down a little bit more uh, another guy, Foreman's going to be popular. I'm interested to see how popular it will be. He's not like 4,600, like he was last time or whatever, um, so it'll kind of depend on ownership for me. I do think it's a good spot to, to play. I, I don't think they will work in this kid Blackshear, um, who they talked up a little bit and he's 4,400. So I think if you needed a cheap running back, I, I don't see Foreman getting like 70% of the work. Like, I just don't see that being the case. So I do think that another running back gets a decent share of the workload. And so I might take a shot on him in like Millie maker tournaments, but that's how I see running back as of now.
1: Yeah. Blackshare crushed in preseason. I remember. Um, yeah. What, what are you thinking, Bobby?
0: Yeah.
2: So I'm definitely not fading Pollard this week. That was Pretty much my issue with, like, Jacobs going to be so highly owned. Uh, but he was such a good play. Like, I just feel like I'm not going to make that mistake two weeks in a row. I will be fading Jacobs because I didn't play him last week, so there's no reason to chase that at all. Uh, in terms of other running backs, like Kenneth Walker I think makes sense, for Mondre. Uh, I might be on the other side of UJSU. I might play Derrick Henry over Saquon. It's probably be one of the two for me. I think i lean Derrick Henry. Uh, Mostert, I think he's – like he's fine. Right. But they're throwing the ball so much that maybe he's like chalk. You want to stay away from him just because of their pass rate over expectation. So the dolphins that is. So I just don't, I, I don't know if I'll probably, I'll probably play him, but be under the field. Uh, Deontay Foreman. I don't know. I like Deontay Foreman, even at 5,300. I, I know the kid Black shares there. I don't mind playing a little Deontay. In terms of like low owned pivots. I think Miles Sanders, if you're playing two of sacks, like, Miles Sanders is just, like, a good guy to have in your tournament pool because he's leveraged off Jalen Hurts' stacks. Uh, so, I like him, Tyler Algiers kind of passed the eye test for me. He's 5,400. Uh, I don't mind, like, versus Carolina taking a shot on Algier. It's um, pretty much it. It's going to be pretty tight for me at the running back position this week. I may Like, Black Sheriff, JSU, can talk me into it. Uh taking a shot on him, I wouldn't have any issue with it.
1: Um, I just want to point out that Mostert um, was actually limited in practice yesterday being Thursday, where this is Friday morning or Friday afternoon we're recording this. Um, So it may be like a downgrade situation, but we'll have to see what practice they say about it at practice today. Um, So it's interesting that maybe he got hurt in practice or something, but – Anyway, so we'll see. We'll, I mean, it, he looked great in again that game against Pitt, and like you have to like game script that game out. There is a path for him to just having another a really nice workload and just going off against this um, uh, Pitt D. If you're not, uh, I mean, if you're not I mean, Detroit D.
2: Yeah, if you're not playing Tua, then Mostert's definitely. You want to be over on Mostert. I just, I don't know. We'll get to QB in a minute. No, I, I
1: may not play him either, but there's certainly a path there um, for him for him to crush. And he's cheap, and he, you know what? I, he's always been good. He just never held up. Like, yeah, you can't like stay healthy. Just, but like, he's been been fine this year. So I mean, it doesn't. It makes perfect. I've always thought he, he was really good.
0: <clears throat> Kenneth
1: Walker. I mean, he just, I, he looks great to me. And if they just get thinner in the passing game, <clears throat> I also love Saquon. So uh, I, I'm with JSU on that one. I'll play the Saquon side. <clears throat> he does, he, you know, he has a massive 10 point split in wins versus losses. So JSU guaranteed the win with his pick there. So then we got to we got to bump him up, you know, and for fantasy points. Um, but he's third in red zone touches. He's first in rushing attempts. He's ninth in targets. So he's like everything we want in a back. Just the offense isn't that electric, but he is that that offense. Um, how about them shipping away uh, Kadarius Tony to the Chiefs?
3: I mean, so was he healthy the whole time and they just didn't like him? Like, is that – tr-
1: That's the way I take it is that there was definitely some, like – like uh, They just didn't like
2: him, yeah, pretty much.
1: He didn't, he didn't talented, like it, was, They just so. didn't get along is what yeah. I, uh,
3: I would say. Yeah. And well, I mean, now he goes to the Chiefs. I mean, the Chiefs – If he can't do in,
1: it now, he, this is the nut spot, landing spot for him.
3: This is a nut landing spot for pretty much any wide receiver. Dude, it'd be the nut landing
2: spot for me. Like, just <laughs> head, <laughs> yeah, chop, head chopper out there catching
3: touchdowns. <laughs> uh, Bob, you uh, going to catch a 50-yarder from Pat Mahomes? I'll catch
1: a
2: 50-yarder from Pat. Yeah, definitely. Um,
1: All right. So, let's go down to, like, the thinner side. I know, JC, you weren't really interested in Camara.
3: No nope.
2: Bobby. Fifty yarder from Pat.
3: Look at that. Bobby likes Kamara. Is that what it means too?
2: I like Kamara. I like Camara. I think he's fine versus Vegas. I I think yeah. that you can kind of look at what Damian Pierce kind of did to that team. I know Kamara's the usage with him is just so irritating because Taysom Hill comes in and then they don't utilize him the way they, they should. But they he has been mentioned on the trading block, so could be two sides of this. Could be they don't use them as as much because they don't want them to get hurt, but also they could showcase it. You don't really need to showcase Camara though. No. I don't know. I, I don't, I don't hate Camara. I always kind of throw him in there.
3: I mean, you, you think guys. they trade him?
2: I, if I was him, I'd hope I get, I'd get traded because
3: they and don't the utilize they, the way um, they
2: should.
1: So they were, there was talk about him going to the Eagles and, uh, but I think it was <laughs> just rumors. And then, uh, they came out with a report saying the Eagles aren't interested in trading for him. Um,
2: yeah. I don't and know. They're, all they're I know absolutely is absolutely insane.
1: All I know is he's had nine targets the last two weeks, um, which is nice. Um, he had 19 rushing attempts against Cincy. You know, he hasn't been extremely efficient. You know, he hasn't gotten the ends. That's the problem with Taysom.
3: Uh, Think about it a, though. The man had nine targets the last two weeks. You just said that Kirkwood, right? Yeah. Nine freaking targets. He caught six and seven of them, so it's not like he didn't catch majority of the passes either. He scored 17.5 and 18.4 fantasy points. Yeah, he's yeah, not getting, so he's not, he's getting, not getting touchdowns. touchdowns. Yeah. Where's the upside? It's, it's going to come at some point. If, though, he, right? if he gets, if in, he, if he if gets he in, in this game no. anymore.
1: If he gets the, the end zone. It's going to come Ugh. at some point. I mean, I love the swift call too because um, he, he's just like the forgotten guy.
3: Dude has the same. Dude has, I think, more upside than Kamara. Same issue with him, where they use multiple running backs, or they annoy you like that with the touches sometimes. But has the massive ceiling, and you're getting him at lower ownership. I yeah. Give me Swift all day in tournaments. Yeah, take my you. shot. I'm with you. And they're
1: they're they're a little bit worse in the passing game. And they they you know you got to expect Miami's gonna be able to put up points in this one. So Swift in the passing game just makes a lot of sense. Um or
3: you know also, also uh, another guy keep your eye on but I think slowly Khalil Herbert is about to take David Montgomery's job at some point this year I think they're slowly working it in he started that first drive in the second half against the Pats he looks really good when he touches the ball I, I don't think it happens this week I, might not happen next week but I do think at some point that becomes more like a 50-50 split instead of a a 75 25 split
1: I do not I do not uh, accept uh Montgomery slander dude Montgomery
3: uh, is not I, as good I still New think Green he's
1: I, he he looked pretty good to me carrying like some of those pads. I mean they were just loading on the box with him but like he still carried some through yes Herbert I mean uh looked better for sure but I, I think they're both good
3: I mean, they might be both good, but when one's just better, I think it's just going to force the pressure on the coaching staff to get him more work.
2: Yeah.
1: I mean, it's trying, it should be trending that way, but we'll see how they, they what they do. Um, all right. Any other, any other, I mean, any interest in like Michael Carter or like for extremely no. low owned? not, or are you, uh, you think uh, James Robinson's going to impact that right off the bat?
3: I mean, he'll he'll probably impact it a little bit, and don't they have? Uh, they still have like, is it Ty uh, Johnson?
1: Ty, Ty Johnson, yeah. I got. they got
3: James. a little yeah. bit. Bobby didn't. Yeah.
2: You missed the You missed the trade news, Bobby. Did I miss the James Robinson to the Jets? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. I get a screaming kid twenty four seven. I know. I'm with you. I'm with you. I tried to cram, and I
1: oh, here we go
3: back to but, the misery. But you, sh-
1: you should know this because e- your e- ETN is like ET. E- e- I nuts, do like ETN. Nuts going. TN was the, the nuts, nuts going got true. right
2: last week,
3: and, and ETN's off the slate. Of course, I don't know. Uh, yeah, where are they are they a London game? What what's?
1: Uh, yeah, they are right. Probably yeah, they're,
2: they're, they're always the. the- the team that's overseas, I it's feel a, like.
3: Yeah, it's it's Russ against uh, Lawrence. It's uh, they're the one. They're that... trying oh, to force God. them to
2: the UK. Who, who's oh gonna wake,
3: who's Russ gonna and... wake up for that? Denver against Jacksonville, a uh, snooze fest. ETN probably runs all over them though. Mister Unlimited. What a clown. I got it. Yeah, he's a
2: he's a weird dude, man. Can't Holy shit, I, I loved him I him
1: loved him when uh, Marshawn was like, I ain't messing with him. You can't, You have to call his publicist to even get him. Get, you know, if I can't call you direct, no thank you. Did like, you see he, Justin
3: Tucker was even throwing shots yeah, at him? Yeah, like, yeah, that was great on. on the plane. When but yeah, if kicker starts throwing shots at a quarterback, you, you need to hang him up, Russ. That's That's when you know. I mean, I get you're getting a ton of money to play, but – it might be time for old Russ to, to hang up those – it might be time for a few of these quarterbacks. He's right? been called –
2: Jansky's been calling all these
3: retirements lately,
2: I think. I, I, so
3: – I mean, Tom, Tommy B, Bobby's still – he's still at a, at a funeral right now praying for his, his, his guy Tommy B to wake up. Come on, buddy. It's and the just, guy too,
2: dude. They, wait, a sec, they, wait a sec. Wait a sec. Wait a sec. Wait a minute. You're they just taking, your, you're you're still a Brady guy as a fan, correct?
3: It's not it's not about being a Brady guy. I like yes, is Tom Brady the greatest quarterback um who ever played the game? Yes, he probably is. Was he the most talented quarterback? No, I don't think he was. I think he worked his ass off. And I think all of those like intangible stuff. I don't think he was like the most gifted passer of the football. Like I think you gotta throw like Peyton Manning in there if we're talking those type of terms because Peyton Manning was unreal. At throwing that football too. But if you're adding in all the intangibles, the winning, everything, yes, he was the greatest. But man, I, I mean Michael Jordan to me is the greatest basketball player ever. Yeah, it but he wasn't when he was on the wizard. Me. You didn't even see Jordan me.
2: play, dude. It
3: it was, me watching LeBron's him on Washington. Way. What do you mean? Yes, I saw him play. What are you talking about? How many years How did you get to young? see Jordan play? well I was young but I definitely saw him playing I don't even remember when I was 97, 10 97, was like seven, eight years old so so could be like like six or five. pretty much the like late 90s run with the bulls was like right, what guys. I saw Calm down but Calm down guys Calm no down. but my point is with the wizards I was like dude hang it up you're not the same like just we don't need to see it Tom's at that point now you might just need to just let it all go. I'm with you I'm with hold. you on
2: this I'm it's over for Tom. A, don't <laughs> let me play. Him. I went to
1: a game and saw him. Don't let me closer. play him. Um, yeah, yeah. T- Tom is uh, he's washed, but I mean, whatever. The show's he, gone off the rails. I mean, yeah. we talked about all right. Let's so, for way too long. so let's let's move. Well, I got one last play here. I mean, we got to talk about Dalvin, just because it's the it's the concentrated there's a concentrated chalky game, and there is a their their home favorites. There is a path where he crushes at 7,600 and he's going to be low owned. He's going to be like under 10% owned. He's just outside of that, that, that nine, 10 player group that we were talking about. Any interest for you guys? Um, are, I think,
3: are, we, are we, are we just doing, doing JJ and
1: calling it? Are we just doing JJ I, and
3: calling it a day? I'm probably, well, yeah, nothing tells me more than when Justin Jefferson catches the ball, gets him all the way down there. And then it, Dalvin gets, like, the one-yard touchdown drives me insane. felt like it Dalvin happened three times Earth. last game. Uh, yeah, or two. It felt Earth like it happened two. three times last game where he, like, got him down there with a big play, and then one of those guys just got the, the one-yard touchdown or something like that. But, no, I'm not going to play Dalvin. I'm probably going to stick to Mr. Justin Jefferson. But I, I get why he's in play for you. He's, he gets a lot of touches. Um, It's a solid offense, too, in a a solid game environment, probably at home for them. Kirk Cousins always plays better at home. I think like the offense is going to play a little better, too, against Arizona. Um, And then Arizona got back D-Hop. So, I mean, that definitely helped their offense a little bit more. And maybe if their offense can get going, it'll keep this game kind of back and forth. So, if you think that this game is like that, then
1: Yep, um, and Kirk Cousins does do better at home. The one caveat here is that he sucks against the blitz, and uh, Arizona is second in blitz rate.
2: So Arizona's been pretty good against number one receivers too throughout the year, outside of last week. Yeah, they Alave. have been
3: outside outside of last week. They, they he did get some garbage catches at the end. Now I will say,
2: he's Alave that kid's gonna be? Oof, he's, yeah, he's good.
3: All right. Let's move it on over to, to
1: quarterback. Um, let's start. Let's start it off and talk. Well, two is the main play here, right? He's going to be the high zone. He's, he's cheap Miami. He's got two of the best yard after catch receivers. Both looked healthy in the last game with uh, Waddle and uh, Tyreek and uh, even used Mostert in the passing game a little. And it's in the dome at Detroit where Detroit is just abysmal against both the run and the pass. 30 31st in DVOA versus the pass. Um to first in average passing yards per game for when in the games that he's played. Um, I thought that was interesting. But um also the Lions struggle with the deep ball. Tua has been throwing the deep ball. Um could be a, a a really nice game. I'm not too worried about the ownership at 15% if it gets higher and he gets steamed, and we think it's going to be higher in the single entry stuff. Yeah, it might be a little bit, but I think he's. I mean, it's just, I think Tyreek Hill is going to have an amazing game. And so if he has an amazing game, two it probably does too, um, is the way I look at it. Uh, Sam Ellinger is the cheapy, the 4K cheapy, do whatever you want for the builds. The thing about him is he crushed in the preseason. We've never seen regular season with this guy. It's a good matchup uh, against Washington. They're 29th in DVOA versus the pass. However, they're 19, they've been improving. They're 19 uh, since week four. Um, uh, Scott Barrett over at, uh, I forgot his site, but I, on Twitter, uh, fantasycoins.com or something, um, he put out a bunch of stuff and a tweet that caught my eye um, about uh, Ellinger and his preseason crushing, basically. Um, so, basically, I'm going to pull it up here. He's er- He earned Four quarters of work this preseason, he said, uh, 24 of 29 passing, 289 passing yards, five total TDs, six rushes for 71 yards, 40.7 fantasy points. It's preseason. Does it really matter? No. But at least it shows us that this guy is somewhat capable and also is capable of rushing because you don't need to do much if you're 4K. Um, So I'll be interested to hear how you guys want to tackle that one. Um, and then Jalen hurts is kind of the, the top end guy who does all of his, gets all of his production in the first half, right? We haven't seen a four quarter game with Jalen hurts yet. We have not seen him just crush, you know, I mean, he's crushed, but he hasn't, hasn't even needed four quarters. If we can get him a good game back and forth, that'd be nice. I don't know if Pitt is the, the matchup for it, but, um, maybe, um, and then Kirk Cousins is going to get some ownership, like you guys are saying, cause it's the, the good the good spot at home against Arizona. And then I'm interested to see if you your guys takes if you guys outside of that. If we're if we're looking at Kyler, if we're could we play Derrick Jones? Is JSU going back to Gino again? These are the things I want to know.
3: Uh I guess I'll start. Um so first thing I, I feel like with quarterback ownership I, I really don't worry about it too much. Right? Like I, I don't think we always talk about it, but what's a quarterback going to be high, high, highest? Fifteen, twenty percent, you know, fifteen, twenty percent ownership. I think is okay, you know, at, at that type of spot. So, especially if you're doing a four K quarterback too, that's the other thing. Like four, there's a big difference in that four K to fifty five hundred or fifty two hundred range um, because of what it can get you. So, I'm not going to throw Ellinger out of my pool just because. I haven't built any teams yet and I don't know what, what it can get me. Maybe it gets me to Justin Jefferson and Saquon villains. Like I, I have no idea. So like, I, I want, I'm going to leave him in my pool. I like you, uh, you read all the stats. He's, he's mobile. At least he's not Matt Ryan. If he was a big stiff, I, I probably wouldn't go there, but he can move. He has some rushing upside, which is good. I'm pretty sure. So Um, you know, it's not like I think he's just going to dominate Washington. But at the same time, Washington is not the best defense. Uh, Washington plays a lot of man-to-man. They're going to challenge him for sure. So he's going to have opportunity to make big plays down the field. And, uh, you know, obviously you're giving me a chance with my 4K quarterback to get those big plays down the field. The problem is going to be, who is it, right? Like, who is his guy? Is it Michael Pittman? Does he come back? Is it uh, Paris Campbell? Was last week the the man who caught, uh, you know, had a big game? Is it him again? Alec Pierce has looked good at times, so they got some guys, and uh, I'm I'm definitely gonna have shares of the cheap receivers with Ellinger, um, you know, and then kind of see how I go from there. But um, other quarterbacks, I like Jared Goff a ton. I mean, uh, everyone's gonna play Tua over him in the same game, but man, look at Jared Goff's home road splits. Which was the first thing I was wondering when I heard it was Miami, Detroit. Was are they playing at home in Detroit? Because you look at these home road splits. I mean, it's it's insane. Actually, it's 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 wild. He he's thrown. It, it, first of all, he's averaging 26 points, fantasy points at home um, against uh, away on the road. Nine point four he has 10 touchdowns and two interceptions at home he has one touchdown and four interceptions on the road this year these are big home road splits and we've seen it before with him too so this isn't something you know new for Jared Goff he's definitely more comfortable playing at home um I think at 5,500 he's a very good option and you, you have guys clear guys that you compare him with in my opinion in Detroit in one of the bigger games and he probably comes in at like between like what three and six percent somewhere in that that range probably for Jared Goff so I I really like him um and I think you compare him with some of his guys like Amon Ra who people won't want to play again after last week when they pulled him even though he didn't have a concussion but he had some he was standing weird or whatever it was that got him to pull him in the first place so that's that's another story and situation but I'm gonna keep saying this. You can't just pull dudes for like if they pass tests, then they should be it should be their choice if they want to come back in. And if they say no, that's fine. That's
2: coming though, dude. That's coming. That isn't changing.
3: That is insane to me that That you can pull a guy because he's standing weird or looks off. You check them all out. And if he checks in good, then it should be his choice to if he wants to go back in or not. That's how I look at it. I'm they, in a, they, I'm in they, 100% what, agreement what with you. What what happens when they do this? What what happens when the Bills and the Chiefs square off in the playoffs this this uh this year and Josh Allen gets hit and and, and he's standing weird. Are they pulling Josh Allen in that big game? Huh?
2: Are they? I hope they're not. I really hope they're not. Like But but I, that's I the don't...
3: thing like you know, if you're going to do it Bob, you got to do it no matter. Who I think it it's it is, coming. That's what I'm saying. Is I think it's coming. That
2: I think that this is the way it's headed. I, I it's, which it's I kind, kind of agree with. That, that it's gonna, gonna be flag. Flavors. It's gonna
3: be flag
1: football soon. It's. Gonna it's not good football.
2: for our bottom line if that's the case with all the injuries in NFL and how these concu- concussion situations could go. But I think for the betterment of the guys, like it might be the right call.
3: No, I think for the betterment of the guys, if you want to have a spotter pulling people who don't look right, fine pull them, get them in there, do whatever you got to do, whatever assessment is needed. And if they're cleared, then they should be cleared to go back in. Right. If they're not, then they stay. Or if they say they don't want to play because they still don't feel right or whatever it is, you know what I mean? I just think it needs to be that way as opposed to you just pulling a guy and saying, cause we fucked up with Tua one time, like, we're just going to start doing this with everyone. Like, no, you just made a mistake. Don't do it again. Say you may just acknowledge you made a mistake and you let the guy come back in when you probably shouldn't have. And that's that, you know what I mean? I'm not talking about the egregious, like the guy like gets up and he's wobbling everywhere, you know, like that type of stuff. I'm talking about dudes just getting spotted for looking off.
1: I always think about when I think about like this concussion debate, I always think about like UFC and like that's a sport that people go in willingly and they just get knocked out, you know, like it's. And
3: And they all try to knock each other out or choke each other out or whatever. And they know it's coming. Like when you play it, when you fight a guy, all the fighters know, like when you fight certain guys, they're like, this dude's going to come and try and take my head off. This dude's going to try and snap my arm with an arm bar. This dude's like, they all know it's coming.
1: Um, all right. So I think we, we got any flyer picks in here, Bobby, what, what are we thinking? Where, where's the, who's the, who's the Tom Brady this week?
2: <laughs> uh, hopefully we're not on that guy. Uh Yeah. Kirk cousins. I think you can make a case for 6,100. I think he's in a good spot. Don't mind Jefferson like Irv a little bit. Uh, just in terms of stacking him. Marcus Mariota, the receiver, like Pitts and uh, what's his name, the wide receiver there, they're grading out all right. So I don't really mind getting to Mariota. I know they don't throw the ball enough, but I think he's interesting as a pivot. I like the golf call. Like if you're gonna play golf and then run it back with Mostert and basically fading how much ownership this two stack is gonna get, I think that's pretty interesting. Stafford is another guy, just because of how condensed like it is with the Rams. It's Cup, it's Higby, and it's Stafford. Pretty much, they're getting Van back too. I don't know how much they're going to utilize Van, but um, don't mind Stafford. Two, I'm definitely going to have definitely playing. Like this is just it's you just there's just a lack of QBs on the slate, so I'll just play the chalk this week. Uh, Sam Ellinger. 4K, it gets tough to stack him, but if you think you play him with Cox and maybe a Pittman, like it's it's something that you can consider. He's going to be pretty owned, which is interesting based on never having played a game in the NFL at this point, up until this point outside of preseason. Uh, No Hurts for me. I feel like that's weird because Hurts seems like the QB we'd want to get to, but I feel like, like Kirky said off the top, like they don't, They, it's you never get two halves. You might not need two halves on the slate, but I don't think I'm going to hurts. Derek Carr. What? Sorry, go ahead. What?
1: No, you you go. No, what stood out to me with Hurts is he leads the league in rushing attempts in only six weeks, and we. Yeah. He's a he's ahead of Lamar, who had eight games. You know, and it's like, and he's got he's massively higher. He's got six touchdowns which is m- much higher than anybody even if they have eight games and so what i was saying i mean we haven't gotten the four quarters but if we do get the four quarters i mean he could have a monster
2: day
3: the problem is yeah. no te- team takes their foot off the gas quicker when they get a lead like this just, is a
2: really good point they like this, that's, the, that's eagles the, totally the eagles just totally shut hurts. it down and,
3: and and you think pittsburgh's going to come in and move that ball and can he, like, can he pick it baby play hurt I like and- Kenny Pickett, but my God, the Eagles defense looks frigging good right now. I mean, this is going to be a tough, tough tough start for my guy, Kenny.
1: Yeah. Um, and only other one I want to point out is, what do we make of Daniel Jones with ru- 11 rushing attempts for 107
3: yards and a rushing TD last I week? Mean, I mean, I'm still going to play Saquon. Uh, it's, yes. it's not changing. Just going to play Saquon and maybe maybe a little Juan Dale just cuz he's cheap and I, I love him i think he's a stud but um he just needs to stay friggin on the field yeah that's that's i'm
1: going to look at his snaps for last week so one um he had he went up to 69% of the snaps
3: that's what and, i mean like i i i said that last week i'm like this yeah. dude is clearly more talented than everyone else they have like he's going to get more snaps
1: yeah i like him um, all right, let's move it on over to wide receiver, uh, who we're pairing. So from the so, right off the bat, DJ Moore at fifty three hundred, with Robbie Anderson shipped out of town, um, he got ten targets, seven uh, catches, sixty nine yards, nice, and he had a rush, uh, had a touchdown, did find pay dirt, which is huge for him. He was cheap, so that was great for last week, fifty three hundred. Um, this week just a small price increase for a guy that's going to get a massive share of a team that's probably not going to pass a ton but he will have the massive target share he's in play uh tyreek hill is going to be the chalk for kind of the expensive guys uh against detroit i mean it's just it's tyreek in a dome against a really bad secondary i think they're they grade out as the worst secondary for pro uh pro football focus um Justin Jefferson is the 9100. So like, if we're using Ellinger at 4K, I mean, we can just load up. You know what I mean? Like, uh, we can we can play the Justin Jefferson. We can play Tyree Kill. Uh, Olave is 6K. Um, you know, looking looking look as Bobby said, just looking like a beast each and every week. He got 14 targets uh, last week, uh, seven receptions, 106 yards. Granted, uh, a lot of it was in garbage time. At, at the end there, but still, uh, he, he's a beast, uh, CD lamb. Um, but you know, we're going to be on Pollard, but I mean, I mean, that's just, that's, he'll, he'll get ownership for sure, but certainly a way to, if you, if you want to, if you want to fade Pollard, uh, to just hope that he has a big game or go back to our guy who did not do anything, but we thought it was a good spot. Michael Gallup, um, Tyler Lockett, Monra, St. Brown. These are some of the names. What are you thinking, Bobby?
2: Yeah, I like going back to Monra. I feel like everyone's going to go back to Monra. But still, I think it's a good play. You hit on Alave, like, 6K, I'll pay that price. He's definitely someone I'm interested in. Uh, DJ Moore is interesting because of how he's projecting. But I worry about the touchdown equity with P.J. Walker there. Tyreek, I'm playing. Even though Tyreek is the chalk wide receiver and the chalk wide receiver hasn't hit, as much as we'd like to see. But I, I will be playing some Tyreek, definitely. Uh, outside of that, like Jalen Waddell, if we get a full bill of help on him, I think he was questionable. I understand people want to play Jefferson. Like, he's at 9, 9, 100. Like I think I'd just rather go up and get Cooper Cup if I could. Where's Cooper Cup? Cooper Cup got to be, oh, Cooper Cup's not really showing up for any ownership, huh? I don't I don't mind getting to cup and just 500 more. Uh, so there, are people
1: are going to say San Fran, right? Well, in week week 4 he had 30 fantasy points against San Fran. Yeah, that's from nine, so 19 19 FN yeah. targets. Yeah, did, they, not, they, they... did not score a touchdown, but the game, you know, he's got some great history with them. He has a 40-point game against them uh, with with two tutties.
2: Yeah, I don't mind yeah. Cup at all. I think Cups a, that that low of ownership, like, come on, you you have to be overweight on Cup. I feel like. Uh, I like the Wandale call by JSU versus Seattle. I think he's interesting. Um, that's pretty much it for me at the wideout position. I don't know if you guys have any any guys you like. Uh, if I you have anyone you wanted to Garrett's
1: add thoughts on Garrett Wilson because like Elijah Moore leaving. And uh he, you know uh, Corey Davis I think is is uh out. 4,200
3: yeah, is think, a good price. I think Moore is uh Moore's back, I think. Is he? Um yeah, so he's back. Uh Discrunkled Moore is gonna
1: he's gonna play.
3: Yep, he's gonna play. So I've been trying to make Garrett Wilson work though for <laughs> for a few weeks now. He's, man, he's had some down weeks, so uh ever since that big week and uh I think it was week two. Um yeah, I don't know. I might I might actually play more just for this just for the fact that I, like that I do goal. think you want to show them off. Uh, either way, they, they you know, he wanted the trade or whatever happened and, and now Corey Davis is out it, you know at forty seven hundred. If everyone's gonna play Wilson, I'll just pay an extra five hundred and maybe get to, to more um if I wanna go there. Um and uh, other other guys, like, at the top, you guys were talking about Cooper Cup. Well, I think, like, if you're playing the Minnesota-Arizona game, just stacking, like, Jefferson and Hopkins and hoping the game shoots out, like, you know, you know secondary stack like that, I think is pretty solid. Um, everyone's going to play Tyreek, which I get, and uh, I think it's a nut spot. But at the same time, Jalen Waddle also gets a really good matchup, too, so – I mean, I'm probably going to have exposure to both, but Jalen Waddle is also almost 2K cheaper. So love Tyreek Hill, but Jalen Waddle has, I don't want to say the same upside. I think he's got close though, but I do think he's really good. Um, I think Tyreek Hill is just way more consistent Mm -hmm. than him, but could it be Jalen Waddle that pops off? It absolutely could be. So I'm going to have exposure to him for sure at that cheap price tag. Um, everyone's talking up DJ Moore. I'm gonna go right back to my guy Terrence Marshall at 3,500. In similar matchup, it was encouraging to me too that he went from not playing pretty much to getting the second highest snap share to J- DJ Moore. They pretty much played only three. Like they played Lavisca Chenault two snaps, so the the rest of the guys played the majority. Uh, DJ Moore played pretty much every snap I'm pretty sure Terrence Marshall had 86% of the snaps And yeah. Smith had 50 So um, it's clear to me he's They're trying to you know get him involved Get him some looks He dropped the big pass He had three targets But he dropped the big pass uh, early in the game But I, I do think he's going to continually get that And he's going to get no ownership either So I'm, I'm going to play him In some milli formats for sure um, and then the yeah, 3500, I mean. yeah, that's what I mean. He doesn't yeah. have to do that much. It's a good matchup. Uh, the Falcons already ruled out AJ Terrell too. There's one of their starting cornerbacks. So they're going to be thinner, uh, on the outside. I, I just think it's a good spot. And I do think the Falcons like it's a spot where Carolina probably trails. So you, you're, you probably going to get PJ Walker throwing for four quarters, which is good for, you know, the receivers. So, um yeah i'll I'll take some shots with him and the colts cheapies like uh alec pierce and uh paris campbell just because i will probably have some allender so i'm I'm definitely gonna want some um campbell and pierce and also with them big, big snap count for for them they pretty much played the whole game with Pittman uh in week seven and uh you know, this, the, the snap count's pretty much gone up for Pierce, where Pierce was only – earlier in the season he was only getting 35%, 45% of the, the snaps, and now it's increased the last few weeks, and now he's, you know, on the field a lot more. So that's encouraging to see that they're playing those guys uh, most of the game. All right. Uh, anyone else, you guys,
1: uh, Flyers, or should we move it on over to tight end?
2: We can move it on over to tight end.
1: All right. Well, this week, tight end, we don't really have the big studs. We don't have Mark Andrews. We don't have Tyler uh, Kelsey. All we have is, dare I say, George Kittle. Um, probably, you know, the- <laughs> we got a <laughs> box
3: of shit for tight end. I mean, Kyle Pitts. All- Kyle Pitts, he- get back like, on oh, the. Finally,
1: finally had a, had a good game against uh, against the the Chiefs. So. It's nice to see him get nine targets. Yeah, he didn't didn't quite get a hundred yards, so almost did. Almost had the bonus, had a touchdown. Um, his usage increases is encouraging. At least we know the talent is there for sure. Um, Higby is going to be get get some ownership, and it's just because there's really not much more, right? There's Dallas Goddard, um, there's Pat Fryermuth, there's Kyle Pitts, like you said. There's Big Irv. Irv Smith is probably the guy. You know, to, I would probably. If I'm not playing that game, I would probably, that would be the piece I would put in in, in some other games at tight end just to try to kind of leverage off of it. Um, I don't know. Yeah, it's a big pile of shit. <laughs> uh, what, what, what are you guys thinking?
2: Uh, you hit the nail on the head. Not the greatest slate for a tight end. Most of my tight ends are just going to be with stacks at my quarterback. So I'll definitely have some Gusecki, uh if I'm playing Tua. I don't mind Irv Smith if I'm playing Cousins. I think those guys are in play. Higby, if I'm playing Stafford. Uh, I Kyle Pitts is going to be chalky. Like, if no one's going to – if Mariona's going to be low-owned, like, I don't mind that stack. I know they're not throwing the ball like we'd like to see them throw, but I don't think ceilings on this slate are going to be as important as they would be on other slates. They're they're obviously very going to be very important, but – not when you're taking those other quarterbacks off the slate, like maybe I could get away with some Mariota rushing equity. He's been throwing it deeper downfield, so uh, I, I might take a shot. I don't, I don't usually play pit, so I might take a shot. Uh, that's pretty much like outside of they, that. I like the kittle call too off the top.
1: Trying to find some cheapies, like maybe an Austin Hooper.
3: I mean, I think Juwan Johnson's probably not a terrible play. if you're looking Yeah, for I like Juwan guy. Johnson. Um, especially if you're not playing like Olave or Kamara like I am, uh, I'll probably play a little Juwan just because, um, honestly, if you told me my tight end got me 10, I don't care what he was, I would take it on the slate. Like, this is not going to be a slate where you're looking for, like, there's just not as much ceiling on some of these guys, like most of these guys out there. I mean, outside of, like, the few studs we have, like Goddard, they're probably not gonna push it because they're playing Pittsburgh and they probably get up early. So you need his damage to be done early. Um, you know, George Kittle, they always they now they got McCaffrey there, they got Debo, Ayuk, there's just so many options. Um I think Front I, I think, I for, think for, is is a good play.
1: Yeah, he got he got peppered with targets when they were in comeback mode against uh, Miami at the end of that game. They it looked like they should have used him more throughout the game. Um, still had nine targets, eight receptions. I mean, that's that looks pretty solid to me in a game where they should be trailing.
3: Yeah, and I also think um, if Logan Thomas plays, he was I'm pretty sure Heineke liked throwing to him before he got injured. Uh, they they used the tight end a good bit and if logan thomas is in he's 3k that's another guy you can kind of keep in your pool i i think for me though i'm going to play the cheap like pat Fryermuth, gisecki um in my in my stacks gisecki would be hawkinson in there. Ha- hawkinson would just make the pool because because of that game would you and play then,
2: hawkinson with the monra i think you could double stack those two on this slate yeah I get nervous double sacking them. I'd rather just play one of the two. I because it's for realistic reasons.
3: that Hawkinson catch two two touchdowns and Amon Ra has just like ten catches for hundred and thirty yards. Like that is actually an outcome that saying. could happen. You know what I'm saying? Like and tight ends not a great pool. It's not like I'm, you know, I'm sacrificing as much I, in my opinion at tight end. Um, Hawkinson has upside. It's just. You know, it's it's very rare you see like the forty burger that he had against Seattle, which was very fluky, by the way. Like uh, he had an eighty-one yard run. Like how many times does TJ Hawkinson bust out for an eighty-one yard run? That got defender thought he pushed him out of bounds. Like after fifteen, as yards.
2: massive jog too. He as massive, it
3: mad. just ended my week. Just completely ended
2: my yeah. week.
1: But I mean, but, all the signs are pointing Kittle. He, he ran
3: around. What about fan? Any fan 90?
2: love? You're taking Metcalf out of there?
3: Yeah. Why not? I mean, yeah.
2: Might like some fan at 2 8.
3: Also, the Giants, I'm pretty sure they lost Bellinger, right? Yeah. So yeah. they're going to have an open spot. Who is it? see who they got left pretty much. Um, it's uh Tanner, Tanner Hudson. Hudson. Yeah. Or it
1: could be uh, Chris uh, Myrick. They could both probably play a little bit. I wouldn't be shocked. Um. All right. Favorite stacks. For me, I'm just going to make it quick and easy. I'm going to probably just eat some, some Tua chalk this week because I think that game does produce. I'm just going to try to like – jam it all in i think um so i think it's probably better to hear from you guys because i'm going to be a little chalky this week who who are your favorite uh single entry stacks oh wait uh, we yeah. didn't even do the bobby gomes DFS uh defense defensive segment my bad
3: no could to, he, stacks. He, yes, the host a, tried to cut your uh cut cut your segment bobby after last week i know After last a, week when you weren't ready
2: a lot of my segments get cut, I guess. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no. Basically, <laughs> uh, yeah, I basically would say in terms of defense, uh, just like usual, I play my defense versus a good bit of chalk. I I, I think with the Metcalf injury, TSU was talking about Saquon. Like, I think you could correlate him with the Giants' defense. Uh, I know the Giants are going across country, but I still – like, you're, t- you're taking a pretty big weapon out of that offense, and Gino's going to have to adjust, and I'd be interested in betting on um, his adjustment being poor relative to uh, it being good. So I, d- I don't mind. I don't mind t- taking a shot on the G-men.
3: Yeah, That's my uh, defense. Need- JSU,
2: where's yours?
3: Oh, defense? We're talking defense? I thought we were on yeah. the stack still. I thought they uh, cut your defensive segment. So I like the Giants. Uh, is that the one that you talked up? No, I would have
1: got 40 messages from people like, how would you cut the defensive segment? <laughs> you know? I used to yeah,
2: give good defenses. I used to have good I, plays. I'm definitely on
3: the Giants with with you. Uh, I, I like the Giants in this game. I like Saquon, correlates perfectly with him. I, I also wonder, too, just from like a tournament standpoint, is are, are those spend-up defenses going to be popular? Like, yeah, prob- probably going to be a little popular, like Cowboys and Eagles. I don't you think – I, I mean, no,
1: people don't like to spend their money on defense. That's what I, I
3: thought, too, but they're both in really good spots where they yeah. could easily put a number up, you know. When was
2: the last time you seen a 4K defense be optimal?
3: Um, I shipped with the Patriots last year, and they were 4K and $20 on Yahoo.
2: Did you really? People.
3: Yeah, it was a Lamar stack too.
2: You're one and of the scored. only people that can they say you shipped to the four K defense.
3: They scored 30 for me. I'm pretty sure it was last year. It was either last year or the year before. And it was a Lamar double stack. I do remember this.
2: That's actually pretty sick. I don't I don't know if I know a lot of people who shipped the four K defense. Uh Cowboys got the could get get the sacks, get the takeaways. So if you want to go and play the four K's, I think they're definitely. I think fine. the Giants
3: is is one of the better calls though. I like the I like the Giants for sure I mean Dallas
1: man. and Dallas and Philly have the mismatches from a from a defensive line standpoint the 49ers could be good like they're 3100 like against uh, you know pressuring Matthew Stafford that could work out in your favor the like I said before a game a defense no one's gonna go to because everyone's gonna be on this game is the Arizona Minnesota game why not take the second uh, second rated uh, Blitz
2: um, yeah great. i like this call, kirk. He's against, a good call especially
3: if you're fading like yeah, yeah against, cu- against Cousins, kirk cousins against Dalvin. Kirk cousins yeah it makes sense if you're fading those guys for sure um, i like
2: that call kirk i think that might be the one i think we found also,
3: one other defense that's been okay and they're normally cheaper than what they are but carolina's 2800 they're in atlanta but their defense has been solid defense Recently, is great
1: their defense is good
3: yeah so uh, i don't know that's just another cheap defense that you could throw in the pool um to have some shares of
1: all right now it's time for your favorite single entry large field tournament stacks and if you want to give a Millymaker stack go for it but you don't have to no pressure jsu yeah
3: I- or Bobby, oh, Bobby, Bobby, Bobby. Sorry. No, get,
2: so let let JSU lead off. Let JSU lead you. Oh off.
3: God, he always wants me to lead off. So uh, I I'm need to say. I need Jared to formulate Goff my thought process. Be my my top uh, single entry stack at fifty five hundred. Um, I think he's a guy. I'm definitely going to be overweight on the field, and. I mean, I'm definitely going to play Ellinger too, just because I think at 4K, you got to have some shares of someone like him who can rush. uh, You know, he can make mistakes and still get there because, you know, because of game script and his legs coming from behind. So I do think you should have some shares of of him as well. But the other guy, I mean, Kirk Cousins is going to be popular. I think in tournaments, like, are, are, are we just are we just gonna throw out the fact that, you know, Kyler Murray's gonna have a plus game script if Minnesota's throwing? Is ever so if everyone likes Kirk Cousins and loves that offense. So if Kyler Murray doesn't do anything, the game's gonna be what, thirty to seven? Like everyone just does everyone think that or like if everyone sees points in this game, then you should like both sides of it and Kyler's gonna be unowned. So I don't like Kyler, but I do think for tournaments it makes sense. If you like cousin side, you should probably play some Kyler too, because you're gonna want. Oh both my god! Week.
2: You have me playing Kyler this week. He is. I'm playing be gonna... Kyler. I'm. i probably. I forgot that. I'm
1: probably just gonna. I'm still pot committed with this.
3: Guy. I don't know if I'm gonna honestly play Kyler. I just because I don't know. We should. He,
1: we should. I, I mean, he's got.
3: Take about the blitz in in Kirk Cousins. I'm not as sold on Kirk. Cousins. I'm not playing Kirk Cousins. I will play Justin Jefferson, but I'm not playing Kirk Cousins over uh, the Detroit quarter. Uh, Detroit and Miami quarterbacks Ellinger. I'm not playing him over that. But if you see points in this game, I do think it's viable to think Kyler Murray has some success. Oh, for sure. I, I, uh, I like mean,
2: that take a lot. It's he just looked so Tyler. much
1: better with just having Hopkins back. And now you have Robbie Anderson going through a full week. Um, has a little bit more weapons, you know, and that's what it, this is what like what
2: it the year of dusty QBs that I've played. Kyler has been <laughs> one of them. Brady you just go down the list. And I played burrow every week. It didn't go off. So
1: here we go. All right. And uh, I'll close out the show. I can't give any UFC picks because I'm not ready, but I will be ready by tomorrow. I will be hammering some bets. So if anybody wants to know what I'm on, just hit me up on Twitter and I'll uh, reply and tell you. If you don't, it's fine.
2: Whatever. (laughs)
3: <laughs> i mean kirk's been given winners everyone i mean i i have sma- i
1: have, I'm,
2: I'm, i don't i think you're there. the i think you're the mma betting See? goat i think so I just think for you're the, the
3: people guy. to know so we come in this show before we even start the show kirk's just telling us about you know you know even though he he broke even or just lost a little in football he won so much in ufc it just didn't even matter to him that's how much he crushed ufc last week so I don't know how people wouldn't want to tell Kirk these on his UFC stuff. I mean, come on, Kirky. I
1: hit, I hit, I hit for 15 grand on bets. Yeah,
3: that's nothing.
1: You that's know,
3: all. It's, Fifteen
1: grand. Yeah, but that's that's sports bettings. It's you know we don't have we don't get the the, the uh, ROI like you do. Oh, I, in, I was joking. In, DFS. Yeah. Yeah. No, I,
3: I was joking for sure. But you 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 months. had
1: the winner. I had. I was tilting it after uh, round two. I was like, oh goddamn, damn he was gassed. tilting it. I, I was, was, was like, to like, lunch with I,
3: my wife. This idiot! This idiot is gassed already. I think I wrote. In- and one thing about my wife too, she loves Kirkwood, so it, she loves Kirkwood. I, I I have no idea. Kirkwood Okay, exactly I didn't get invited it. to the wedding, but she loves, I'm, she I'm loves Kirkwood and she always asks how you're doing and I always tell her the same thing. He's doing he's doing great, but he's got a kid, so he's miserable. That's what I tell her. Well,
1: you know yeah. what? I I already So why it. did
3: why did Kirky not get the wedding invite yeah, it's, and
1: big it's, it's T bullshit. got one? It's bullshit. It's, uh, it's So it's we're small. talking
3: about my wedding right now, the, the <laughs> wedding that I had like 240 Kirby, people. Kirby said I he's had he's pissed he had get the lawyers from my father who I didn't even know that were showing up to the wedding. Like, and you couldn't couldn't
1: throw Kirk a bone there, you know? Gee, it's a slap in the face. Oh, there right? we
3: go. But uh, I
1: will say that my uh, my girl said, "Oh, JSU." Lauren said, uh, "JSU's at the uh, must be at the uh, Patriots game." Uh, because Kel was posting Patriots pictures, I think. Were you guys in the suite? The DK suite? Yeah, we
3: were in the suite uh for the Mondays game. Yeah, yeah, we had yeah cor- so, course yeah. you were. Of course,
1: didn't didn't invite me or
3: anything, but of course. Only um, had see. two tickets. Yeah, I have you know. a wife. She'd yell at me. I'd get yelled at. She loves you had two
2: that. tickets and you had to choose between me and Kirk. Who would you choose? Oh,
3: boy, you can't uh, do, that. Don't, you can't put do me, that. don't put me uh, on that. <laughs> Come on. That's a neat. lot of hurt. There's a lot of feelings involved here, you know? Yeah, yeah. seriously. I mean, we're trying to wrap this show up, Bob. Uh, I mean, you're talking about, I don't want to hurt your feelings or Kirkwood's feelings. We can't be doing oh, that. Oh, so it would have been me I would take. I would out. take I, I would take neither of you. That way, I don't have to hurt one of your feelings really bad. I would take neither of you. Both of you are looking out, look, looking out for the both of us. Looking out for That's us. right. That's exactly what I would do. So, there you All go. right.
1: There you go. Week eight in the books. This has been the RGDFS Tournament Takes Podcast for JSU, for Bobby Gomes, for me, Kirk Dees. We will catch you next week.